0: Come on, do it! Come, do it now. On. Come on, we got to go. There's a bomb in there. Get out of here! Let's go!
1: Come on! <laughs> With all that, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geeks and Company. Hey guys, we were supposed to have an elegant weapon, Mr. Jay with us here tonight. Unfortunately, Jay is, I don't know what's going on. He's having issues with his phone. He can't seem to get the setup working to be able to go live on Instagram, as well as with you guys here on YouTube, because there's already people watching on YouTube. So thanks guys. The people that are watching on Instagram, if this is the first time you watch us, I will tell you right now, we're much clearer in HD on YouTube. Uh, You can see comments pop up on the screen. Uh, Listen, it's a much better experience overall. Go give us a watch on YouTube. Give us a like. Make sure you uh, follow the channel. Guy, we were supposed to be chatting with uh, an elegant weapon tonight uh, about Star Wars. And uh, I mean, I guess we'll still talk Star Wars because I'm pretty much up to date except for last night's or today's episode. When, was, when did it come out? Yesterday, you said? Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesdays is when Andor dropped. So yesterday, Andor came out. I was positive I watched <clears throat> yesterday's episode, but apparently I didn't, so maybe it was Tuesday night. But either way, uh, there is a bunch of Star Wars happening right now on TV and a lot more stuff coming, so we will be talking Star Wars tonight. Before we get into it, Mr. Jeff over here joining us as always. Hi, Psy Complex Cosplay. How you doing, bud? Hi, I am well. I uh, and bore.
0: Yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna get spicy, guys. So yeah, no mm-hmm. top ten this this week. We're taking a break from the top tens. Uh, mm-hmm. Ideally, we'll be back uh next week with the top ten. But we'll we'll see. We'll 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 comb the waters and see. Yeah, we're we'll at. see.
1: I wanna. Yeah. I don't wanna. It, I don't want this show to become a top ten show. No, I get that. But for sure. yeah. yeah. But we are getting some.
0: Uh, we are generating some conversation with you guys, which is great. Which is mm-hmm. what, we what we want. Mm-hmm. But. Yes, this week we're going to be talking some uh, Star Wars, those crazy Far Wars. Mm -hmm. JS, how are you, man? What's going on?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Busy week. Uh, You know, so-so day, but hey, what are you going to do? Those things tend to happen. Um, Usually in strings. They do, don't they?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's the one thing, right? It's always. It's pile Um, on. And speaking of bad things piling on, whoo, that Andor. Oh, boy. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you, Let me tell you. I don't know why the internet's in love with this show because it's bad. It's no, it's not. I'm sorry. It's half bad. But yeah. We'll it's not, it's not a bad show. There's it's two, just not very good. There's four, essentially, there's four distinct plot lines that are, that follow specific characters. And two of those plot lines and characters are fantastic. And two of them are, sh- I shouldn't say that. There's, I, there's five. Two of them are great. Two of them are shit. And one of them is like good enough that it would complement the other two. Top ten Geek Boutique peeps producer Jen takes all five top slots. Well, yeah,
1: says her sister. Says her sister, yeah, I think <laughs> might be slightly biased. I mean, top spot, sure. I uh, without oh, no, no without question. producer Jen, we,
0: there is no Geek Boutique. We would we would not be here yeah no, no question yeah and you are the heart and soul of this sir you are easily the number two spot i'm going to settle in right around number seven or eight and i'm fine with oh that god but i go. want like i want the, hey, I want the bottom go. two i want nine and ten i want two spots i want two but i want them at the bottom <laughs> uh yeah we would guys we're definitely going to do more top ten lists i agree with js i don't want this to be like nothing but that but obviously we do get a lot more interaction with you guys when we're doing stuff like that so we do yeah so it's good but yes yeah, sorry uh, I know we're not strictly going to talk about Andor, but it is the juicy news of the week. Since it's still currently on. Mm-hmm. So I could watch Stellan Skarsgård and his Lutheran character. Yeah. And Mon Mothma all day long. Yeah. Those two starting the rebellion and the ISB, the supervisor and the ISB chasing mm-hmm. them down and trying to put all the links together. That's your show. Everything to do with Cassian Andor and Cyril bores the tits off of me. Mm -hmm. It's just just, nothing is happening, and now they've even broken the whole like three episode arc that everybody that I was complaining about. Everybody was like, "No, Jeff, they told us it was going to be each arc was going to be three episodes." Guess what, kids? That's not how it's going. This was the third episode this week. This arc, this current arc, did not get resolved everybody that started wherever everybody started at the beginning of this week's episode is exactly where they were at the end of this week's episode nothing <laughs> fucking happened this show yeah i hate to agree but i agree yeah this show is it makes bookable buffet look like a look like a like an action shoot up fucking blast a minute fucking show like it there's just mhm and I'm not saying it has to be all action. Like that's not what I'm trying to get at. Because the, the Luthen and Mon Mothma stuff is an action, but at least there's intrigue. You get all the political and and the and the thriller aspect of it. I love that shit. That's great. But the Andor stuff. When you last saw Cassian Andor was, was last week's episode. He was in prison, right? Mm-hmm. Guess where he is this week? In prison. Guess where he is at the end of this week's episode? In prison. Still in fucking prison. <laughs> Like nothing's happening and I don't care. That's uh, all right. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah.
1: You know, I sorry. No, like, hang on. I, I, I want to stop there for a second because the problem I had with them making this show in the first place is that I didn't care about the character of Cassian Andor. Right. Rogue One does nothing to make you care for the character of Cassian Andor because we've talked about this on the podcast before. Cassian Andor is not a good guy.
0: No, he's a piece of shit. Well, not a. He's piece a of piece shit. of shit. He's not a good dude at all.
1: He's a fucking murderer. Yeah. Uh, he's a thief. Yeah. Uh, he's a piece of the garbage. Thing. He's a liar. Yeah. He's all. The he things. is a piece of garbage. So I don't understand why they would try to build a show around a character that is not a likable guy. I mean, where are we in the fucking world that these are heroes? Yeah, I, yeah. I, <laughs> like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Like,
0: I get, I get that they're going to want to try to show us how he went from an a, a money grubbing opportunist to a freedom fighter that's more concerned with the rebellion than he is about his own personal gain. Like, I get that that's supposed to be the journey. But if the beginning of the journey is him being a piece of shit and then the end of the journey is him still being a piece of shit just for different reasons, I then I really don't care, right? Like, I get that you guys think that's some sort of character development. By you guys, I don't mean you guys specifically. I just mean, like, the Star Wars, you know, fandom in general. That That is some sort of development that he goes from a guy that's just out for himself. Now he's a guy that's out for a cause. But if it, he still has to be an asshole no matter how what he's doing to get to, like, do the ends justify the means, I guess, is the point I'm trying to make.
1: Look, and, I think it's simple. I mean, by the time you get to Rogue One, he's still an
0: asshole. 100%. He's just an asshole with a cause now.
1: Yeah, but he's still an asshole, and Agreed. he's still a murderer. I agree. Right? So, like, what kind of development are we actually seeing here? Yeah. Because the only time oh. he actually turns is at the end, end, just before he dies. Right. And we've already seen that. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So I I don't grasp the whole glorifying an absolute trash bag of a human being. Yeah, I don't know. In a show that can have so much intrigue, that can have so much around the actual building of the rebellion, which is the good part of the show, right? And that's what I'm talking about. The show should be called
0: Mon or Mothma or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It should be. Because she is everything he is not. She is the idealist. She is the person Mm -hmm. trying to make positive change from the inside. She's watching the Emperor step his boot heel on all these systems' throats, seeing nobody doing anything about it. So she's decided to put her life on the line to try to make a positive change, not just for herself and not even just for the planet, but for the entire fucking galaxy. And this guy (laughs) is just running around stealing shit and ends up in prison. And we're all supposed to feel bad he ended up in prison. Why? He's done yeah, why do we feel bad he ends up in prison. in prison
1: i'm just a tourist. no you're not No, you're a fucking murderer
0: yeah and a thief like i don't
1: <laughs> yeah Your i don't was
0: never to get the money and help it with the rebellion you don't give no. a fuck about the rebellion and i get no. it at one point he'll get to the point where he now appreciates the cause or whatever but i don't care it doesn't matter center the the, the show should be called mothma I, I initially i was like the show should be called urso I still stand by that a Jin Erso show would have been great. But if this show was called Mothma and they just centered the whole show around her character,
1: yeah. The only thing fan. I really liked about last week last week's episode is uh they, they brought us to um he's not on Jeddah at that point. He's on I forget what planet, but we see Saw. We see a younger Saw Guerrera, like a younger couple years younger i guess because this is like i think five years before yeah before rogue Rogue one or something like that yeah
0: yeah yeah. uh and i don't know where that lands him in the because i know he comes over from the animated series right yeah he comes
1: over from uh uh clone wars so i don't know Uh, he's young in clone wars he's he's i don't want to say he's a teenager but he's a young 20 something let's say right so he's probably in his late 30s in this or, or mid 40s let's say in this because Clone Wars happens between episode 2 and 3. So this is and this is post Probably like 15 years later maybe?
0: Post 3 but pre 4.
1: Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, it's it's it gets well, so Rogue confusing. Well, Rogue One now. literally
0: no, yeah, but Rogue One literally ends at 4. I think yes. said at the beginning that we're 5 years BBY, which is the Battle of Yavin, right? So, so we'd so be 14
1: of- years after Order 66.
0: 14 years after Order... okay,
1: okay Yeah, which okay. Order 66 is the end of the Clone Wars. Right. He came along probably about halfway through the Clone Wars, so about 20 years. It was about 20 years between when we see him in the Clone Wars and when and, we see when him now in, now in uh, Andor. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah, that was easily the best moment of that last show was, was Forrest Whitaker, who, by the way, I didn't care for in mm. World 1 but just this scene, he's got and that back and forth that he's got with Luther when he fucking loses it and starts listing off all these groups that he doesn't want to work with because of whatever their ideology is compared to his own. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Like that was, that was one of the most powerful yeah. moments on that show because it, again, the show is supposed to be about take a book. Jeffrey and crazy make awesome. Uh, the show is supposed to be about the birth of the rebellion. And we're watching this dude scraping out. Like Luthan even says, like you're here in these cold dank caves. Like we've all got to come together. Like, just give me that, man. Mm-hmm. Why do I care about some five? Yeah, or four? some idiot andor. I don't get it.
1: I don't get it. Like, could I they have guess. used him as cameos throughout the show to spice it up? Yeah. Yes. 100%. Sure. sure. But why would they build the show around his character? I will never understand that part. Nope. Nope. And um, I'm watching
0: the internet talk about how this is like the adult show for Star Wars because they swore. And they had a sex scene. So they have all these firsts in, in Star Wars show. So it's now like, it's a show. It's a Star Wars show for a dog. I've been seeing it so much. It's such a mature show. Like yeah. people shitting on Obi-Wan, but loving this. And I'm like, you guys are out of your fucking minds. Yeah. Obi-Wan had its problems. Don't get me wrong. But it was...
1: Way better than this.
0: Way better than this. Way better than this.
1: Yeah. Obi-Wan, for me, was probably the best Star Wars show next to the Mandalorian. Yeah. Boba Fett was meh. This is meh. Now, have like, you watched? At least Boba Fett trilogy? had its moments, right? Oh, Boba
0: had its moments. those last two episodes. Were
1: you know, bad. this show hasn't really had any moments.
0: Not as far as I'm concerned, no. no. So and, and, I don't know. Other other than the 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 moments with Selen Skarsgard or Mon Mothma, and even the ISB stuff. I actually really like the ISB stuff. Watching them slowly start to try to put the pieces together of these different rebel cells and factions and stuff. That's cool to me because again, there's all that intrigue and politicking and and all mm-hmm. these. Complex pieces that are trying to come together. Well, and you're then, also
1: seeing more of how the empire works in the background, right? Because we've yes, never. The bureaucracy. We, I mean, yeah, we've never seen much of how the empire no. works other than, oh, Star Destroyers, oh, Death Star, blow up a planet. Yeah. That's the empire, right? Yeah, like, yeah, we've yeah. never really seen the internal workings of the empire like they're showing it uh, us through the isb which, again, is nice. I'm not a big fan of the inspector guy. I forget what his name is, but.
0: The, the guy?
1: Uh, the guy that got fired, who's no Cyril. I can't stand him. Yeah, Cyril. He's, he's the
0: worst. No, no, no. He's the worst. But all the ISB stuff with the the blonde, the blonde lady. Yeah, Mira. I think uh, she's fantastic. All of that's fantastic. And yeah, I do. That's one of the few aspects of it I like. Is is showing that bureaucracy, like you're saying, because mm-hmm. the whole time the ISB is looking for Cassian Andor, he's actually already in Imperial. He's already in jail. He's already in the Imperial justice system. But because because it's such a gigantic bureauc- bureaucratic machine. They're looking for them, and they don't even know they already have. Them. So that part, I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. You're showing how this, the, how these things could happen. How could the plans get smuggled out? How could all these things? Because a lot of the times, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing because it's just a giant bureaucracy at this point, right? So, which it's a galactic empire, point. yeah.
1: And I feel like they're, tr- you know, how media likes to be up in today's times, right? And, and and I feel like they're pulling at strings a little bit, doing what they're doing with. The Empire and the whole, oh, you know, you're just running down the street. Well, you must be with them. Go to jail. Like, like you know, like we're not, like, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of issues with this show. Um, as much as there are good parts, it, to me, it almost feels like this show is being written by children.
0: It's definitely a 60 40 for me. There's 60% of the show I fucking hate. And there's 40% of the show. I yeah. fucking love. And now I'm just watching it to hate it. <laughs> and I don't like doing that, but cause I feel it's a waste of my time. But I also know, like I knew we'd be talking about it here. So I'm like, I should at least, you know, try to get caught up and mm-hmm. well, here we are, man. I don't know. Vardo nice Bobby saying a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, and maybe it'll turn around. I don't know how, but maybe it will.
1: You know, and, and it, I hope, I'm, I'm hoping, because this is, what, 13 episodes or 16 episodes? 12, 12 and 12. 12 and 12. Yes. So, um, so you know, I, I'm always complaining how six or eight episodes is never enough. And and maybe that's what happens, <laughs> right? Like when you start doesn't doing like, 12, 13, like 14 episode seasons, 20, all of a sudden we feel 30? like it's slow. Woo. I don't know.
0: That's a Snowhawk saying right there, I'm, I'm having a hard time getting past episode two, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's on a very good one. Go in three episode arcs, so it's like setup, filler, payoff, setup, filler, payoff. And when I pointed that out, some people were like, Well, Jeff, they said they were going to do that, everything was going to be in three in three show or, or three episode arcs. But then this latest one is setup, filler, filler, and there's still no payoff on this current arc. So it's this past week's episode was very, very frustrating. I'm not gonna lie, because yeah, because literally. Everybody was exactly where they were at the end of last week's episode at the end of this week's episode like there was no- nothing changed. Some of their ideas had had been modified, but everybody was in the exact same place. Cassian still in jail. Mon Mothman is still trying to figure out her money issues. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing. Cyril is still working his job. Like, there's like, there's no... There's no anyways, I'm so, sorry, man. I'm just going to, like, freak the fuck out. But I'm so mad at this show. Because the potential is there. They just centered it on the wrong character.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I agree that Stellan Skarsgård... Oh. I, I mean, I love that, oh, man. I, it doesn't matter what role you give no, him. Give me all of he that, eats guy. it up. I, he is so good. Um, and I love... <laughs> when he plays, um uh, so Bobby's
0: funny? comment's great. I think I've learned how to build those things at this point. Yeah, when he's in the, in the jail. Yeah, oh you yeah, this week, last week's holy fucking shit, man. There are a lot of scenes. that building them, whatever they are. I'm sure they're parts of the Death Star. I don't know what else they
1: would be, but yeah, Anyways, it's, sorry. It's very likely somehow parts of the Death Jay, Star. I didn't yeah, mean it's... to interrupt you. I just thought that was no, weird. no, no. That's okay. I was yeah, just yeah. saying, like I, I like how Stellan Skarsgård plays the hmm. two different yeah you know like the yeah. luthan that is the public figure yeah with the long hair and yeah. the luthan that is the rebel yep. uh which when you watch them are two completely different characters no right? and that's that's what i'm um, saying when him fantastic. and course
0: whitaker are just sitting in that cave having that five minute conversation it's it, it almost highlighted how bad The rest of this show is Based on how good that five minutes was That five minutes should be this whole fucking show Because it was that Peak, peak level of watching Two screen veteran amazing actors Just owning the scenery At that point Because they were both so good in that Yeah, I agree 100% 100%.
1: Hey, uh, listen uh, I'm sure we're going to come back to Andor at some point Because knowing you, you're going to want to keep ripping on it But listen Uh, have you at all watched um Tales of the Jedi?
0: I haven't only because it's it's obviously it's on the back of of the anime like the Clone Wars and it's the same so reason So that's I my problem
1: thing, right? with it. Uh, it's yeah. So yeah. I watched it. Uh it's only six episodes. Um some of them are only like 12 minutes. Like it's like you can watch it in one sitting. Okay. Um it's fucking fantastic. But if you've never watched Clone Wars, that doesn't
0: make any there's sense. There's
1: a lot of references you're not even going to understand. Yeah, there's a scene right out of fucking Rebels. Yeah, it's a Smoky you Jam You know, thing. so if good. you've never Tales seen Rebels,
0: so, so has Sm- Smokey Jam. So, Jamie, have you watched all the animated stuff? Like, is that
1: because that's yeah, what I, I believe they have the, watched all the animated stuff? Yes. So good.
0: So, what I'd like to hear is from somebody that has not watched any of the other animated things that has tried to watch Tales of the Jedi and see if you ha- also have a good experience. And by the way, if you're one of those like, I love everything Disney does, then don't bother because that's your, your opinion is your the, the credibility of your opinion is somewhat suspect. But if you've not seen the animated stuff and you've watched Tales of the Jedi, I am I am curious.
1: I feel like you're still going to be able to enjoy it for what it is. You're just not going to be able to. OK, so I'm not I don't think I'm going to spoil anything here when I say that the, the, the Jedi, the tales of the Jedi revolve around Dooku and Ahsoka. That's, yeah, when I saw the,
0: yeah, yeah, when I saw that. So you
1: get to see Dooku as Qui-Gon's master. Right. Like, you get to see Dooku before he turns. Right. Up until when he turns, really. Uh, And then you get, there's a couple of Ahsoka episodes, so you see her as a baby and you see her, you know. um, The Dooku stuff I think you could appreciate. Right. Because the Dooku stuff has not really much to do with the Clone Wars at all as much. It, it's really on the backs of the prequels. Right, okay. But the Ahsoka bits are on the back of the Clone Wars. And right. like I said, there's a couple scenes where they're directly referencing the Clone Wars and Rebels. And I'm thinking to myself, but if you haven't seen these, you don't understand what this scene is about. And then the show ends, right? And then it's like, oh, they're not even going to explain it to you? <laughs> so there's no context if you so have there's no seen... context for that end scene there uh, if you haven't seen the animated show so i was like well that's dumb
0: so is filoni the one heading this one up then he is right okay he okay. is so that that kind of makes sense uh the, the guys are like and gals like they're 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 deep in it right like everybody that i know that's watched all the um the anime stuff absolutely loves it i just personally i haven't been able to get into it but that's that's on me that's not on You know, I feel like if you don't want to
1: go through all of the Clone Wars, uh, Mm -hmm. at least um, this will give you a little bit of a basis on who Ahsoka is, especially with the Ahsoka show coming out. This will at least tell you a little bit about who she is. And it shows you a glimpse of her relationship with Anakin um, until that last scene, which is an Order 66 scene Uh, again, unless you've seen. The Order 66 side on the Clone Wars, because that's the nice thing about the Clone Wars is the last episode happens in parallel with um, Revenge of the Sith. Episode three. Right. So you're seeing what's happening on Ahsoka's side in the Clone Wars and and Anakin's side in episode three. Right. right? Right. Um, But unless you've seen that episode, that last scene, when she's with Rex on the ship and they're facing off against a thousand clone troopers makes no sense right anyway so that's my
0: cons not my concern but what i want to see them try to do with the ahsoka show is i want to make sure that a schlub like me that's not invested in the character becomes invested in the character in the live action mm-hmm. show right because you guys are already in like correct me if i'm wrong but ahsoka is probably the most popular character to come out of that show right oh 100
1: percent. right 100 percent. Right. she's i mean the clone wars yeah she's basically the main character of the Clone Wars. Her and Anakin are the main characters of the Clone Wars. Right, right. So, I don't, I yeah, but I don't have any
0: investment in it. So, if I go into the show, now, mind you, the so- show is with Rosario Dawson, and they did a great job in The Mandalorian, bringing Ahsoka in, for those of us, like me, that weren't super familiar with the mm. animated series, I just thought, this chick is cool. I love the white sabers. Clearly, she's like non-aligned in some way, shape, or form. Like everything, it is even called, I think the episode's called The Sorcerer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like They, they kind of like distance her from being a Jedi, per se, quote-unquote. And then her appearance on Book of Boba Fett as well. I was intrigued by the character. So that's what I want to make sure the show does. If the show tries to stay on the back of the Clone Wars as well, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm not going to,
1: like I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't think it is. I think the show from... The stuff that they've already revealed is is going to be a little bit more on the back of Rebels rather than Clone Wars.
0: Well, that doesn't help me. <laughs> um,
1: well, it doesn't. It doesn't because the story ends well, Thrawn, in right. Rebels, right? Because of Thrawn, right? Like <laughs> right. the story ends, right? So this is a new story. So yes, it's like part two of what happened on Rebels, right? But I don't think you need to have watched Rebels to be able to enjoy and get invested in. That's Thrawn be story, right, right? Right, uh, because this is his second coming now. Now it's Thrawn coming back. Well, it's
0: almost for those of us that read the, right. the Zon books, it's almost his third coming, really. Cause...
1: Well, exactly. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it's yeah, his third yeah, coming, yeah, right? Yeah, so, no, I'm, dude, I dude, if you see Ron. it that way, if you yeah, see it that way, you'll love yes. it. I think, anyway, you'll love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's why Tales of the Jedi might be a good introduction to Ahsoka without having to go through seven seasons. Of twenty six episodes. Okay, the last seasons weren't twenty six episodes, but the first were. Uh of the Clone Wars, having to go through it all to see her journey. I mean, it's worth it. I think it's worth it because I loved it. The first two seasons were a little bit of a struggle to get through. Right. But after that, it's such an amazing show. I I, I, I love the Clone Wars. It's oh, that's cool. That's good. Probably is yeah. some of my favorite it's probably my favorite Star Wars after Empire wow Mm.
0: really yeah goodness that's definitely worth it yeah guys i've tried i I don't want to be one of those guys that just craps on it without trying i'm about i don't know maybe halfway through the third season i want to say and don't ask me where i left off because this was probably like maybe the height of the pandemic is the last time i tried to watch it Mm -hmm. and I i just i'm having i just can't I can't move past the animation style is is what it really comes down to because it's not like I don't enjoy animated fair I do I watched Invincible I watch I watch it lower decks I watch a ton of animated stuff that style for whatever reason just yanks me out every single time I'm trying to watch it mm mm-hmm. mhm And so I can't seem to to slug my way through. I know I just have to sit down one weekend and just be like, listen, I'm going to plow through as many of these fucking, like get through like 50 goddamn episodes. Just like try to binge as much of it as I can to get to a point where, because I'd read things that Ahsoka was like annoying at first and nobody liked her. And then as she progressed, she became a much, much better, much more rounded, Mm -hmm. fuller character and everything else. So I'm still clearly in the, at the point where she's not a great character. She's pretty annoying. But that's not even my problem with the episode. That doesn't matter to me because she's not in every episode, and she's not like a, a major focusing point on the on the episodes at this point. Wherever I'm at it, anyways, it's still mm-hmm. mostly Anakin and Obi wan and their everything with Grievous and everything else. Like some of it's cool. The storyline is is kind of cool. Now, did you know that this dude on um, on um, on Andor is the dude from Clone Wars? Which dude, Luther So no, in the ISB. So not the guy that's mostly oh, been in charge. But yes, the, the other guy that shows up. guy. That's yeah. the guy who yes. was a rebel commander for whatever reason has now is now. Oh really? Deep into the, yeah. The, he was the. Oh shit, man! You you talk. I'm gonna look this up because what I when I was like, even I know who this guy is. This is crazy. Hmm. Who was the Who was the guy that was running most of the missions early on in um,
1: Clone Wars? Um I'll tell you right now. I forget what his name was. He does kind of disappear at one point. Let's see here Evus. Anyway, I, I I think I know who you're talking about. I didn't realize that was the same character. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was watching some sort of a recap of like Easter eggs you may have missed or whatever. And I was like,
1: oh, that's this that's this guy. Yeah, I totally missed that. I I didn't realize that at all. That's bothering me. Anyways, whoever that guy is,
0: that's the guy in the eye that's running the ISB. So he's clearly changed sides for whatever weird reason.
1: Well, he wouldn't have because he's still on the same side. Right. He when he was running missions, he was working for the senate right he was the commander of the clones right or whatever he was like a military guy with that military those military guys just became imperial officers right they didn't technically change sides
0: oh no yeah fair because he's also by the way i don't know if you know this or not and it's even i guess the same in a new hope when they're at the table the original table scene yeah. when Vader comes in and uh, and Tarkin comes in and says the you know this the the Emperor has dissolved the Senate and it's the re- he's that dude is sitting at the table. Really, that that character, yes.
1: Yeah, he's in white. There's nobody in white at that table. I'm there looking is. at it now. They're Next all in green. No, the guy
0: to the left of the oh, there is a guy in
1: white. Out. So that yeah. guy in white
0: is the guy in the Clone Wars that's usually on the ship that's running the operations, and now he's the guy that's running I- the ISB on huh. Andor.
1: Same Interesting character. See, those are the kind of media. little Easter eggs that I love. How that's they throw cool. them in. I agree. That's like how um... now I don't know if there's oh, any Yalaren. truth.
0: Yal- Yalaren. That's his name.
1: Wolf Yalaren. Right. Yes.
0: So Major Clone Wars character, he is now the director of the ISB on the new show. Wolf Yularen. That's I knew How do you
1: spell you, you know how you spell his last name?
0: Y U L A R E N. Guys, I'm so Wolf sorry. Yalaran. I know we're off on like this stupid tangent, but I mean yeah, I thought this exactly. was kind of a, a neat little Easter egg between all huh? three of the shows.
1: I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't either until somebody pointed it out. And I was like, that's dope. And you know what? The guy that plays him in Andor, I mean, he looks a lot like, well, his hairline's a little different, but he, 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 I mean, they have a very good resemblance. Absolutely. Oh, I like that. I guess he was even I, on
0: Rebel. He was even on Rebels. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's all kinds of. I, yeah. I
1: love how they do these Easter eggs and these little connected dots like that. Um yes. And I guess the I, point I, don't I was know trying this to was...
0: make was, sorry, go ahead. No, no, say, go ahead. No, it's just he, he clearly went from working as part of the Republic to as part of the
1: Empire. Do you know what I mean? Like there but was so did everybody. Like, yeah. Right? I,
0: well, I mean, not 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 everybody.
1: <laughs> well, okay, there are people that became rebels, right? There <laughs> right, are some that saying. decided to become rebels, but sure. uh, you
0: think as working as closely as he did with like Obi Wan and you, like you'd think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. I just thought it was interesting because he's clearly portrayed as a good guy in the Clone Wars, and he's clearly not he a good guy on Andor. So it's, he is it's funny that it's the same character.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, like I was That's saying, right, I, a no, couple was... years ago, they and I don't know if this was made official, but there was something going around about how that scene at the end, or maybe not at the end, but towards the end of Return of the Jedi, when the uh, Rebel group gets captured by the imperials on um endor endor thank you yep. um there's one guy there with a big gray mustache or a big oh, green goatee or whatever yeah. and cool. they had gone back and said yeah that's rex rex right captain right, right, rex yeah. becomes that guy right, right? Right, right and i don't know if they made that actually official or not but I, 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 I like that they do little things like that, right? Yeah, 100%. But they yeah. work people that were in the show or in the movies before. That's right. And they build a character just that's based right. on the resemblance, right?
0: Yeah. Because sometimes I don't even care. Because from what I understand, I think they came out and said that was not canon, but who gives a fuck? Like, we all. In, think my, mind, that, yeah, in my mind, it's canon. In my mind, it's Rex. That's, that's right. It's mind canon. I'm fine with that. Yeah. 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 There's not enough of that that goes around, to be quite honest with you, but.
1: Um, but I like when they do little Easter eggs like that, right? Little, when they 100%. Like mm-hmm. this ice cream machine thing. Have
0: you have you seen or heard this this whole ice cream machine thing from Empire on Cloud City? What? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Cuz so there's a there's a guy, it's it's a it's a really quick scene. There's and they've given this guy a name by the way cuz of course every Star Wars character he's on screen for 4 seconds. So as they I think it's as they as they're evacuating Cloud City, a guy runs by. He's in like a a red or orange jumpsuit, but he's got this like big, bulky looking. They showed it again in The Mandalorian. The very first few episodes of The Mandalorian, the canister that he got paid the Beskar in, that the guy cranked the top and the sides fell open yes so yeah michael knows what i'm talking about yeah ice cream machine so there was a guy in on bespin that runs through the scene and he's holding on to this thing this this canister looking thing and then when you take a close look at it it was an ice cream machine that was available on the market at the time that they just grabbed in and the use 70s for prop, and there's a guy that cosplays that there's not just a guy so whenever they have star wars celebration they they take like a breakout and they have like a hundred guys come in that all have these fucking ice cream machines with them, and they all just run through whatever the the current thing is, <laughs> all in their jumpsuits, all with their ice cream machines. You can find it on YouTube. It's great. I live for shit like that. The Willow Run. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Will Row Run. Yes. Yeah, you can see this yeah. on YouTube. It's fuck yeah. Will Row Hood is the name they gave this guy. And, yeah, you can see him on screen. He's on screen for, like, four seconds. He's got this bullshit ice cream machine he's running around with. And then, yeah, they've got a video there from the 2017. And you can see there's, like, 100 people there. Dude, he's got
1: his own action figure.
0: I know! It's so stupid!
1: He's got his own action figure.
0: This is, to me, this is fandom. You can take your 501st, you can take your Ripley. you can take all your, your crazy bullshit, this guy's is where it's at because these people are just doing it for the love of the game that's amazing to me i love that so much uh yep yep so if you're ever bored guys all it's going to take you is a jumpsuit a mustache and uh, a headset and an ice cream machine and you too can be part of this
1: unbelievable uh, so good. that's hilarious so good. and yes they use the same ice cream machine for the best car yes container the best car, i don't know what you want to call it vault or
0: yeah no no, no. yeah, yeah. I don't how know. we how we paid off the best car yeah for sure that's genius yeah so great anyways
1: yeah they you're right there's there's not enough of these little easter eggs as far as i'm there's concerned not. well there's and there's a ton of them there's a ton of oh, these easter eggs. Little...
0: yeah but like the way they embrace this guy and, uh, mm. and the whole thing around it this is running of the hoods yeah dude it, like come on man that's just pure fandom love is what that is Nobody's gonna start giving you grief because your mustache is wrong or you're free, you don't have the right accessories on your jumpsuit. Nobody cares because it's just a hoot. Love it. We might have to uh we might have to organize our own little uh our own little hood run here at one of these one of these events. This would be pretty uh, damn easy to put together, you know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, I'm on board.
0: Yeah, that's why it'd have to be a thing, guys. Let's find
1: a couple ice cream machines. I'm sure put you the can word get out, them online. Guys.
0: We'll do our own one of these events soon when the geeks and co are there. We'll have our own little, we'll try to organize a, a Willow Hood run. <laughs> we'll do it in the middle of like a Saturday afternoon at fanEx store or something. It's going to be great.
1: Anywho- um, did you uh, hear the rumors that Uh-oh. they're starting work on a new Star Wars movie that would be post um, post-sequels? Yes. But would not be a sequel movie. It wouldn't be a Star Wars. um, It's not going to be a Skywalker saga. It will not be Skywalker saga, but Uh, it will will be an independent movie just like Solo was and Rogue One was. And and it'll take place after Rise of Skywalker. Yes. So Damon Lindelof Uh, is the gentleman
0: that's on tap to write it. Uh, Damon Lindelof of Lost, Fame, and The Leftovers and i believe he wrote the, the star trek reboot as well the first star trek film in the star trek the I kelvin so. universe yeah and lindelof has his like oh by the way he also wrote the watchman tv series he's also responsible for that which mm-hmm. i thought was brilliant so lindelof is one of those guys he's a very polarizing figure people he's like Zack snyder people either absolutely love him or cannot fucking stand him like there's nobody that's a five for this guy everybody's like he's the best or he's the worst and I think that just depended on so how another well. Ryan
1: Johnson then.
0: As, as, yeah, Basically, yeah, yeah. Um, leftovers. Lost and Leftovers both sucked. Fun times. <clears throat> what Bobby's saying. Uh, I didn't get all the way through Leftovers. I thought it was okay. Um, lost, I've tried a couple times to get into it, I couldn't. Uh, Watchmen, I thought, was absolutely brilliant. Uh, that's what Ceno Creative is saying. They're now on Instagram. I'm mad Watchmen was only one season. Me too. Because um, that's a shame because it was fantastic. Um, yeah. It just depends. Yeah, some sometimes guys get it right and sometimes they don't. But yes, so I don't think that's a rumor. I think that's I think that's pretty confirmed. That's that's. I know. Is it confirmed? I what don't they know. want to do, right? They had announced yeah. that he was going to be developing a Star Wars movie. That's the key to the development. It is post Rise, mm-hmm. but it is not part of the Skywalker saga. What does that mean? Because technically, that's what a lot of what we're watching now is. Right? Like technically, Mando and Boba were both post Rise, mm-hmm. right? Or no, they're post Jedi. No, they're post Jedi. No, okay, I got they're you now. They're pre uh,
1: Force pre, Awakens.
0: Pre Force Awakens, but post Jedi. So this would be post. Yeah. So this will be uncharted territory as far as the timeline goes. Yeah. Right? And then, so I guess what what will that look like? Is that, well, what? Well, so that's my question to you then. What do you want to see in a post Rise? Because the First Order, I'm going to guess, is... Like, who's the antagonist? Like, what do, you, what do you want that to be? Because it has well, to be something movie-level, right? So yeah, is- that's my
1: what? issue, right? Is who does become the antagonist? Who becomes the villain, right? I mean, the oh. First Order has now been defeated. Mm. Again. Again. Um, is Papatina alive again? Like, I don't know, right? Like Somehow, Papatina like, returned. Yeah, like, yeah. you just make it something like... Uh, I don't think you can. If you bring Coruscant that scene, underground, like a post, <laughs> hopefully,
0: hopefully, a giant planet-killing space station. Yeah, yeah, that's that would be so avant-garde. We haven't seen that before. That'd be amazing. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, how do you get away from the Skywalker saga and yet still play in the same universe? And you're not just rehashing the same. You know,
1: to me, there was a swashbuckling adventure type feel to Star Wars that I feel like Star Wars has now lost.
0: Oh, I think Mando's doing a pretty good job of keeping and up. And Mando's it the, the only, only thing, one, yeah, like that's been keeping one. up. That. that I'll give you that. Yeah. Yep.
1: So yeah. I don't know. Um,
0: it's just an adventure across the galaxy. Like it doesn't necessarily have to have some huge overarching big bad. You would rather see something that was a little more, not small in scale, but maybe smaller in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess, maybe like it doesn't always have to be about saving the universe or saving the galaxy. You know, you what I mean? know you're right.
1: You're right. A hundred percent. You're a hundred percent right. It doesn't have to be. Um, everything right. doesn't have to be at a galaxy level, right? You know, uh, extinction event, fucking planet killers, and no. Not everything has to be at that level, for sure. Um, I I I kind of hope that if we're going to be exploring a new timeline, that we're going to start something new. Right. That's my thing. Is I want us to start something new, while still. Right. And I know this is going to sound silly. Uh, <laughs> Shawshank in space. Hear you know out. what? I, nice. I, I so so Vardo knife serial Shawshank in space. I would yeah. not be against something like that. Right. Like I that's think something we're, different that like maybe. I, said,
0: I think we're kind of getting that a little bit with Mando, and, and I wouldn't want to retry because Mando is kind of exactly what you're talking about. It doesn't have these giant universal stakes, right? The stakes well, in right now. are in the which is good because mm-hmm. it's kept this show grounded and it's kept us invested in the characters more so than the story, which I think mm-hmm. is important. In the absence of a big bad, there is always another big bad that i can't that's that's what ed's saying and you're not wrong but that's kind of my point i kind of feel like star wars has done the big bad thing to death and i think i think mando has really shown that they don't have to have a quote-unquote big bad right it would be good if instead of like with the the sequels that they had an arc (laughs) ahead of time if they're going to do like three movies that they have a three movie arc in place so they don't have three movies that seemingly are supposed to be connected. That well, my understanding
1: is they've already said this is not a trilogy.
0: So this is going to be one single standalone. Now Star Wars it
1: so. may spawn a second and a third part, but they're not planning this set as a trilogy. They're planning this out as a one-shot solo movie.
0: Well, man, I'm I'm okay with that then, because then you can really kind of do almost anything you want.
1: You can, right? you can. Like, what my what's concern left? is: how do you not make another Rogue One? Yeah, right. How do you make a movie that invests you in the characters that they're building? You know,
0: it's like Walking Dead, same pretense over and over. They need a giant all-out war. I think you need a trilogy for a giant all-out war. I would say for a standalone, that would be hard to get invested enough in the characters that you would care about a war personally. Like you wouldn't have enough build-up to get to like a a flat because that's basically kind of what you got with Rogue One right? You got a single film where they spent time building it up, they had this cool backstory, uh, and then you got the huge battle over Scarif, right? So, mm-hmm. you kind of already done that. I don't know. Yeah, I would like something a little bit smaller in stakes. I would like something that's that's So, more here's
1: lighter. my thing, you know... Uh, like Rogue I mean, Squadron would have been dope. Okay, so that's exactly where I was about to go with this. So, Rogue Squadron, which is now, guys, off of the schedule. So I know the last time we spoke about it, the, the argument was that it hadn't been canceled. It had just been delayed. It's now off of the Lucasfilm schedule. So uh, as of right now, Rogue Squadron is no longer happening. Right. That would have been fucking dope. Yeah. Super you know, dope. the Rogue Squadron storyline, you know, of, of having an actual story built around fighter pilots, a top gun in the Star Wars realm would have yeah. been amazing. Hundred percent, right? Something different, still within the Star Wars realm and still within the timeline of the Skywalker saga. Right, right. Nothing to do with the Skywalkers. Nothing to do with the Skywalkers themselves. But you're still within the Star War. Hundred percent, right? In the title, (laughs) I feel like the further away you're getting from that, it's no longer Star Wars, right? Right. Because you're you're getting away from the Star War, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? No, for so that's sure. That's my only problem that I have with them going posts now. Post sequels is, well, how is it still going to be relevant, right? How Great. is it you know, so, we'll have to see. Hypergate. I still think that they should go way in the past. That's what I think. But
0: that's just me. Well, that's what uh that yeah, high republic. Oh, you want even further back. Hypergate saying I would love to take a look into Crime Lords a bit more. I feel like *Book yeah. of Boba Fett* gave us a taste of that, so I think I think that's probably something that might get explored in the future. How about a militant band of the First Order trying to rebuild and take over? I feel like I, I don't hate that idea. I feel like, um, yeah, a, a bad guy centered film might be a little bit more difficult to to sell, type mm-hmm. of thing, especially *Star Wars*, because *Star Wars* is all about the hero's journey. So I don't know. It's not a terrible idea. I would like that as a show. If I'm, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, mm-hmm. um, we need those ace pilots. Yeah, Top Gun, Red Leader. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I don't know how they, 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 they. I mean, I know it was Patty Jenkins, and Patty Jenkins got caught up doing Cleopatra and then Wonder Woman three, so I, I get that she probably didn't have the time to do it. But that's a shame because that would have been yes, yeah, so, so, so good. Yeah, Especially it would have been a singular standalone film, right? Mm-hmm. Genius. Uh, explore the forest pass it would have been a need to explore the forest pass what we know there's so many unexplored areas of it on screen red october standing by yeah how about turn it off though so i hope they keep it to the non force sensitive for now what about something in the outer rim like or in the unknown regions like something that's like so completely foreign to like it's not the republic and it's not the new republic or the old republic or the empire or any of that thing it's like completely lawless area of space with aliens we haven't seen before. And I know that's difficult because then you don't have any of the familiar tropes to build on that are bringing people in, but man, rim. Michael, honestly, what are we doing? So,
1: Jeff, I, I have thought about what you're saying extensively. And for me, the main issue always comes back to if it's that far removed, that's so new and unfamiliar and then how is it Star Wars? Why are you even calling it Star Wars? As long as it has, right? That you're writing cool. the name right now. Is all you're doing at that point, right? It's just a marketing name. Well, wow. okay, right? But if you,
0: we want to move as far away from the Skywalker saga as possible, like the Skywalker saga is also intrinsically tied to Star Wars. Every single thing that's come out, Star Wars has been tied to the Skywalker saga. Correct. If you're going to move away from that, that's nine films, all these TV shows, cartoons, movie, everything mm-hmm. has all been tied to that. So, how mm-hmm. do you move away from that far enough? but it still feels like star wars but it's not about the skywalker side. Well, I, mean, I think
1: too. but but uh, by moving into the outer rim you're you're losing the f- even the famili- familiarity of places. Right. right? Not only are the characters no longer there, not only are the ships no longer there, not only are the jedi and the sith no longer there, but the planets are no longer there. Right. You know what I mean? Like you might as well be into the star trek world at that point, right? You might as well call it star trek and and be in the Fade a quadrant, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I do, I do, I do. Maybe I it's know.
0: more of an extreme, maybe it's more of a, I just feel like if we're too close to home, they're gonna find ways to shove legacy shit in there, like, like, like they like to do. And well, I get it, it brings I, us in. and that's
1: why I think if they go into the past, they can go thousands of years into the past, so very, very far away from anything within the Skywalker saga. And that's my other main issue issue with the High Republic era is that you're still dealing with characters like fucking Yoda. Yoda's going to be in the High Republic stuff. He already is. He's in the books. Wars Strange New Worlds. Yes. So why wouldn't you go way, way back, like William over here says, and go Old Republic?
0: No, I know you guys are, like, hammering away on right?
1: the Right. Republic. I get it. There's but so if, okay, much content well, in the Old Republic era. There's so many characters that we can introduce.
0: So Either that's going to happen or it's not, right? Because if it's if it's Knights of the Old Republic, they have all this source material they can draw upon. They've got the video game, they've got the subsequent books that are legacy books now, but they can draw on stuff from all that stuff. That's great. If it's not Knights of the Old, Re- I get it. You guys love it. I I'm sure I would love it too. But if it's not that, what is it?
1: You know, if, I don't if, know. You guys are just
0: hanging your hook on that, and that's it. If you don't get that, what else? What else is there going to be?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the further we're getting away from Star Wars, the less it feels like Star Wars, right? That's
0: fair, man. No, that's a fair assessment. I'm not not disagreeing with you. It's just hard to, it's a hard line to draw between wanting something completely new and then still tying it to something that's old. It's, yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. explore the older Sith Lords from the beginning. I hate prequels, boys. But if that's what you guys want, and that's what's going to sell, then cool, man, make it happen. Like, I'm but not- the
1: point of of prequels like that is it's more on the level of House of the Dragon, right? Right? It's it's hundreds, if not thousands, of years before, right? Right? So the stuff that's happening here isn't directly affecting the stuff that happened after, right? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I um, Anyway, I don't know. I don't know how you make it appealing, how you make it feel like Star Wars, how you give us a story. If the Jedi are all gone, if the Sith are all gone, I don't know. I just I don't still know.
0: want a story of salacious B. Crumb. Michael, why are we friends? You know what? Cancel I that, mean, did he get barbecued? Train, cancel, that, cancel that train ticket. Did he get barbecued? Them, one, well, one of his race did anyways. It's not. Mm, he was one enough. of the, I don't remember what they're called. There's a name for them because it's Star Wars. So There's a name for everything that's yes. ever been on screen. Yes, yes. Let's see. Anyways, uh apparently they've started filming on the Acolytes is what I'm hearing now. Yeah. Which kind of goes along with what we're talking about. Because it is not within, I believe it's really old, right?
1: Uh, No.
0: So it's on the emergence of the dark side powers in the final days of the high Republic. Okay. So yeah. not really old, but during the high Republic.
1: Okay. Yeah. So it's at the end of the high Republic, right? right. So, so it's
0: still not going to be tied into the sky. This is
1: 132 BBY. Side. So it's 132 years before the battle of Yavin, but the high Republic era is 400 years. Right. BBY. So,
0: so it literally is like house of the dragon only for star Wars.
1: Exactly okay exactly okay. the acolyte is going to be star wars's house of the dragon yeah gotcha. okay yeah Fair Yeah. yes yeah.
0: yeah, so apparently they've just started filming on that so maybe that's going to be at least give us a taste of what something could look like that's still taking place in the same i hope so area but not tied to the skywalkers right
1: yeah i hope so is um, of some
0: sort of fucking great great grandpa skywalker in there i'm gonna fucking flip a table Like, like, fuck
1: off! We get it. Yeah, I it. don't. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how they would make any kind of reference like that. But you're probably going to have Yoda in this again. Yeah, right?
0: that's fine. It, yeah, but I mean, Yoda. I feel like because Yoda's because Yoda's years probably going to be like
1: 500 years old already yeah, when this well, happens. Well, if it's right?
0: 130 years before and he was 900 or whatever, so yeah there you go. He's gonna be like change seven and change or whatever. Um, yeah, but it's Yoda. Like Yoda's been around for so long. It's he. I feel like Yoda surpasses the the Skywalker saga, because...
1: Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, again, he's one of those characters where, you know, it's like beating a dead horse, right? Like, if you want yeah, to get yeah, away no, from the Skywalker saga, no, no, why do you keep going back to Yoda? You know, like... Yoda's fucking cool. I mean, he is, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I like Yoda, Because but... it's fucking Yoda. I don't know. Um, <laughs> The one thing I'm really, really, really looking forward to is Skeleton Crew. Really? Where are you at? Did you, uh... No.
0: My phone fell
1: over. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Oh God. Uh, that's the one with Jude Law, right? Uh, it is the one with Jude Law. Correct. So,
0: what's the what's the basis of that?
1: Um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, from what I understand, it's gonna be uh, sort uh, of a you know how the Clone Wars ends and intersects with. Um, episode 3, this is going to be a show of a band of rebels that intersects with Return of the Jedi. So... But it's live. is it live-action? It is a live-action show, from what I understand. Well,
0: so there's that.
1: Uh, it's gone into production now. Uh,
0: oh, okay. yeah, they got some cast members going on in there.
1: Casting... But Jude Law, man. Like, I fucking love
0: Jude Law. Yeah. forthcoming live action television series to be released Disney Plus twenty twenty three was announced May twenty twenty two set after Return of the Jedi. So there you go. Probably around the same time as the Mando
1: the Mandalorian, right? Then, right? Yeah, and it interconnects spinoffs after the events of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So this is going to be a Mando era show. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, it doesn't. Does it say here who's heading it up? Created by John Watts, Christopher Ford. Yeah, executive John Favreau, producer John, Favreau, John Favreau, Favreau, Dave Favreau, Dave Filoni. There you go. So it's a Filoni-verse show, right? Um, so that hopefully will be very good because I love Jude Law. I think Jude Law, is, Jude Law is dope. Yeah, I love him. It doesn't matter. Again, he's another one of those guys that whatever you put him in, he's, oh, he's good fantastic. in. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to that one. But that's not coming out till I think Christmas next year, isn't it? Uh what does it say? It just says 2023.
0: 2023 yeah. yeah doesn't well, say when, but who knows? If it's knows? currently filming, then yeah, probably sometime. Who knows?
1: Year. Uh Ahsoka, I'm really, really looking forward to because Ahsoka obviously I mean I love the character. Yeah, Ahsoka. that's your girl, right? Um she's probably my favorite character next to Luke Skywalker. Well, I mean, Luke and Vader are kind of on par with me for me, oh, you know. No love for Obi Wan. No love for what? The real one, true Jedi. The real, if there was real one, real true Jedi, it was Qui Gon Jinn. It wasn't Obi Wan. Qui Gon Jinn, who lost to
0: Darth Maul, who Obi Wan beat
1: twice. Okay,
0: okay, okay.
1: Qui Gon Jinn was right. the only one following and serving the Force, okay. not the Jedi Council. I
0: didn't say that. It's, it's Obvious. He the was Obi-
1: the only true Jedi, as far as I'm concerned. Obi- anyway. Jedi anyway, maybe we should do a top 10 Jedi uh one day. See where they all fall. I,
0: well, I it's fine as long as Obi-Wan's number 1. I don't give a shit where the rest. Obi-Wan
1: of will not be number 1. I'm wow. Sorry. I'm I, sorry. Gonna, I, I don't tell know, tell we do a right top 10.
0: That might have to be like a top 5. Could there we could we list 10 Jedi?
1: Uh for sure we can list 10 Jedi. What are you talking about? Really? You can't list yeah, 10 Jedi? Have,
0: no. Let's oh, my God, dude, what ten are you doing Jedi. on the
1: show right now?
0: Well, who are the 10 Jedi that you would... Name? Oh, are we going to go to the... Well, yeah, I guess with the pre...
1: Oh, well, what the fuck? I can... Okay, so my top five would be very easy then. Yeah. Luke, Anakin, yes. Uh, yes. Ben, Qui-Gon, and Ahsoka, top five.
0: Well,
1: okay. So this, and then these is people have that would Jedi at any like, point then, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And
1: then you've got people like, you know, Yoda and Plo Koon and... Mace I mean, Windu. fuck, dude. I mean, Mace Windu and... Uh, so Galen Merrick, you're so and...
0: upset right now. You're so upset. You know, you're so bad. It's okay. It's gonna be okay, buddy. I know. <laughs> I, know you, I know you had a rough day. Had hey, to, listen. You, uh, uh,
1: what, what do you What do you hope for out of this new movie? Like, what What or What What do you hope to see? And 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 If not, what we would want to see something way in the past, over public style. What do you want to see? In the because the new film is taking place
0: past if you really want to make sure that it's still post sort of within post yeah post sorry sorry, past post whatever yeah after yeah uh, what I would like to see is what we're sort of missing out on on and or not missing out on but we're getting a taste of is I would like to so clearly something is going to have to come up and replace the first order some sort of new new republic or something that's going to be some sort of a governing Mm -hmm. body throughout and then the the intricacies of trying to put that together. I want him. I want you to make it a thriller. I want you to make it a politically charged. I want captain America, the winter soldier. Only I want it in a star Wars. That's what I want. I don't want any levity. I want a couple of cool characters, one on each side of the conflict, trying to, make their way through and, and bring their, like uh, kind of like what Ed was saying, like a smaller group that still wants the first order to be a thing, but then another group that's trying to build up a new republic, something along those lines where it's a lot of cat and mouse, and a lot of back and forth. That's what I would like to see. I would watch that for sure. Because now I've gotten a taste of what that could be on. Mm-hmm. Andor, and now I want it on a bigger scale. Yeah. Um If it's not some type of, of universe or galactic bending stakes like that, if it's a smaller stakes movie, Unfortunately, I would like to say a heist-style movie, but they kind of already tried to do that with they Solo. They did
1: that with Solo, and I'm not going to lie, I
0: mean, Solo wasn't the worst. No, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as it got maligned to be. I
1: mean, he, him as Solo, eh. he was not Han Solo, to no. me. No, of course he wasn't. You he know, was. I, I I, even, like, it was on TV again the other day, and, and I rewatched part of it, and it's not a bad movie. No. But he, it's not Han Solo, it takes
0: you out when you see him and you, yeah, it like kind of just keeps jarring you out because you're yeah. like, Yeah,
1: it's not Han Solo, right? So, just imagine having to step into
0: Harrison Ford's shoes for what is arguably one of the most iconic sci fi characters of all time. Fuck That man, that was my agent calling me up for that. I'd have been like, There's no, ch- I don't care you know, how many zeros are on that, they should have used
1: that other guy. um <clears throat> There's another guy that played a young Harrison Ford in another movie. Right. With Harrison Ford. Sure. Right. I forget what his name is, but he not only looks like a young Harrison Ford, but he sure. sounds like him. Oh, I do know who you're talking about. I don't remember his name uh, either. But yeah, his uh, impression
0: of Harrison Ford is like.
1: Well, he like, played him. Like yeah. I said, he played him in a movie, right? Like uh, the Witcher is
0: going through right now. We're not going to talk about that because y- you'll see me cry real tears.
1: Yeah, The Witcher, I don't, Oof. again, I don't. Oof. You know. We'll I see. haven't seen season um, two. I haven't seen season two. Okay. Uh, but my understanding is season three is already filmed. Right. And
0: will come out with we'll Henry come Cavill. Out, as but Henry Cavill
1: got so pissed with what they did with the story and the character that he's like, you know what? I don't need this bullshit and
0: went and did something else that's the rumor nothing's been confirmed from either side like cavill's post basically just said i'm leaving after season three we're turning it over to liam hemsworth i wish him nothing but the best he's great i love my time as Geralt. goodbye and nobody has come out and said this this and this is why he's leaving rumors abound is he gonna he's committed to doing more superman so is this the reason why that he can't do both they're still looking for a new bond. Has he been cast as the new bond? And that's why he can't. I the heard Witcher he's been cast Texas.
1: as a main character in the MCU, a main reoccurring character. In the I MCU. think
0: that would be difficult if he's going to come back and do a lot of Superman stuff, which apparently. I don't think he going is going to gonna come
1: back and do a lot of Superman stuff. I think well, he's, he's back for a movie.
0: Well, if sure, that that movie is wildly popular, it makes money. They're not going to be like, thanks, Henry.
1: Well, for sure, but right now, I think the plan is for him to come back for a movie. I don't know. He ha- I don't said think it's the- a matter of, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be playing Superman again in in like 14 movies or productions." No. No,
0: no, no. no. I didn't I wasn't trying to yeah. list that. He just said that the cameo in Black Adam was just a small taste of what's in store. So, yes. he made it sound like it's not just going to be I'm just going to do Man of Steel 2 and nothing else. He made it sound like, I don't know. he literally said, "I'm back." So, I mean, like what do you want? Like that seems to. Me I don't know. Like, I can't
1: see him quitting a show
0: for something like that. I, I don't know. Like I said, the other, the other uh, thing would be Bond because Bond is a commitment. Bond is a ten year minimum commitment. It's 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 a multi film commitment. So
1: I, I mean, if, if if he was doing Bond, I wouldn't would mind him, time him time as Bond. Uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't I, mind him I, as Bond at all. Um, I think Cavill is back for all the Superman snowhawks. So do
0: I. He's he's very invested in the character, and I'm sure they just finally cut him the check that he was looking for um yeah so i mean again we'll see we'll see i know they're actively looking for a bond they said they probably wouldn't announce anything until the new year if they come out and say henry cavill is the new james bond that's that's when you'll know that's exactly why he left the witcher i have heard everything that you're saying too by the way that he's so invested in the witcher and he said flat out i'll do seven seasons of the show if you guys stick to the source material as soon as you don't i'm getting the fuck out of here Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah. D- Dwayne Johnson drove a truck of money to his house and said, you know, you want to. And apparently he was the one. Yeah. Sorry. I have to open up a wound. Apparently Dwayne Johnson is the one that got Henry Cavill and Warner Brothers back to the table to 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 do something. To get something down on paper that's going to say that he's going to return to Superman, not just for the the cameo in Black Adam. So, hey, man, it's an exciting time.
1: Yeah. I mean, the rumor that I heard was that he was potentially in line for Dr. Doom. And Dr. Doom is scheduled to be the next big bad of the MCU in the next phase and forward. Like, he's going to be the next. Like, uh, after Kang? After Kang, it's going to be Doom. Introducing Fantastic Four, introducing the X Men, Doom. You're talking minimum, what, four years, five years from now? Mm, When did the
0: Multiverse Saga end? 2026, I don't know. I think. I don't know. No, I, I remember think we're gonna start
1: seeing him before that.
0: I remember Tim posted that one picture that we all found out was a was a hoax or whatever of the of the casting of Fantastic Four, and it did have Henry Cavill yes. cast as Doctor Doom. And I don't know if that's how that rumor got started, but I don't. I would know. Just be pretty I don't know. Maybe
1: if, it is. Maybe I would, it was
0: all. Yeah. Who knows? I would be pretty surprised if he was if he was active in two different superhero universes simultaneously. Um. I mean, I would be. Why would I mean? Do you, you think, think Marvel
1: they're... would say no, you can't, or, or, or DC would say no, you can't go do movies at Marvel?
0: Some of them, some of them do end up signing exclusivity contracts from one side or the other. Thor, they uh, really? Chris, Chris Hemsworth can't appear in a DC film as a DC hero, based on his current. Well, based oh. on his original contract, his current contract may be different. Interesting, knows, but yeah. yeah, is it? It would cause. I mean, depending. Like I heard that, like you know, like Keith is saying here, I heard they wanted uh, Cavill for Hyperion from the Squadron Supreme, basically Marvel Superman. Here's, I had heard
1: that originally as yeah, well.
0: Here's the problem. that You don't think that's going to cause at least a little bit of confusion in, in the Normies in the Straits? Yeah, Maybe for he, sure. Playing essentially the same character in two completely different, unconnected universes? Yeah, 100%. Know, man. James Gunn is running the DC studio, so if he wants Cavill, he's smart to come back. There's no question. Uh, I I
1: 100% believe that that had a lot to do with Cavill coming back and them announcing it. I guarantee you that's been in the work for ages, and they already knew when they filmed that end credit scene in Black Adam that James Gunn was going to be named head of the studio. Quite possibly. I I can't tell
0: you that they filmed that that scene twice because they did film it the way they filmed the end of Shazam. They filmed a scene... Yeah, with no head. Without without head, and not Cavill. Right? And then... They got Cavill literally last minute to finally sign something, and, and then he appeared. But the cool part about Cavill right now is he's out here doing these interviews for Enola Holmes, too, where he plays Sherlock Holmes. Oh, is he role. really?
1: Yes. I so didn't even know there like, was a new season of
0: that. There's a new... Yeah, it's it's a standalone. It's like a film, right? Like it was Oh, it is. Okay. Oh, oh, the first one was a film. That's right. Was film, so the second one's a film. So he's back as Sherlock in a supporting role. He's fantastic role. at sure no, he he was great. I love it. Even show. though it's only a small role, he was fantastic. And he's very upfront about that by the way. He's like, "This is Enola's story. Sherlock is just oh, there yeah. to support." He's like, "I played it very low key. I didn't want to be all over the top because this is not my story. This is not my time. It's Millie Bobby Brown's time. It's Enola's time." But he's out doing press for Enola Holmes 2, which I think comes out this week. It might even be yeah. tomorrow. And they keep of course, they keep asking about Superman. And the one thing he keeps saying over and over again is that he's looking forward to playing a more, a brighter, happier, hope-inspiring Superman. That's what he keeps saying over and over and over again. Because Jackie Earl Haley, who played uh, Rorschach in the original Watchmen, posted on Twitter recently saying, oh, you're doing another Superman film? Get Zack Snyder back on this. This should be Snyder's thing. But you can tell Cavill, even though he's super appreciative of Snyder for bringing him in and giving him the role in the first place, is like, I don't want to play that dark Superman anymore. I want to play the bringer of hope. I want to play the man of tomorrow. Like, I want to play what Superman is supposed to be.
1: Well, I think he still was. I mean, I think, I don't know. I think people misinterpreted Snyder's Superman. That's just me. No, you're Um, not wrong. I think he was always that. Um, he just made him more human. And he showed him, like,
0: becoming right?
1: Superman, right? He showed like him all, becoming. Yeah, 100%. All the mistakes, yeah, yeah, yeah. all
0: the failures, everything else. And I get where he was going, yeah. but I think Cavill now wants to be on the end of that now. Like, we've shown all his struggles, we've shown what he's had to do to get here. Now we can show who, like, the true Superman from the comics, that's the beacon of light, the inspiration, the hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's hope doesn't start with S stupid, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, that's what the symbol's supposed to be at the House of L, so... Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, Snyder always played on the, um, Superman can't be stopped. trope, Right? right? Yes. Um, I, I, you know, I think Justice League shows you when they have those nightmare sequences where the injustice stuff, where Superman's gone mad because Joker's killed Lois. Um... You can't have Superman without having that fear of well, what if? Of course, right? Uh, And that's I think what Snyder was playing on. Of course,
0: Um, I'm just I think a lot of us are kind of getting tired of the evil Superman trope. Well, for sure, Homelander, Omni Man, Superman himself. Like, there's so many of these same. Like, what would happen if the most powerful person on the planet went bad? Yeah, we get it. Let's let's can we go back to him just being the most powerful man on the planet and doing good for the whole thing. I don't need to see him break down. I don't need to see him turn evil. We've we've been there. We've done that. What was the last time there was a truly good, awe-inspiring Superman on screen where he was not battling some inner demon, not learning from mistakes? He was just Superman doing Superman shit. Superman, two. That? Yeah. That's Superman what I'm saying. Superman, too. It'd be nice if we could have, and I know it's probably going to come across as a little bit cheesy, a little bit cliche, whatever. That's what I want, man. I want that beacon of hope. I want that. Yeah. Anyways, Superman four. Well, we don't really talk about Superman four, but.
1: Well, not well. Superman four, just because he splits up into two characters, right? The Uh, good and the bad. That's three oh is it that's a three? three yeah that's What's when richard
0: fire richard tries to make kryptonite and it doesn't quite work out well oh
1: right right superman four superman is, is
0: the uh where he gets rid of all the nuclear weapons and then gene hackman somehow yeah
1: comes yeah, yeah. Like, nuclear man have... oh
0: my god oh my god it's so bad and i'm a big reeves guy and i'm a big you know but that uh superman four is a tough watch man it is hard yeah Superman should be happy and hopeful. He died. He has something to live for. Says Snowhawk. Can we get a cool Green Lantern? Please. I'm halfway through Blackest Night. Thanks. Oh man, God, Blackest Night is so good. Sam, you're in for such a ride. That's yeah, yeah. Quest for Peace. Yeah, terrible. Um, yeah, they are apparently they're retooling the green lantern show. So originally there was going to be a green lantern show on HBO max. Uh, yeah, they for, were going to make a
1: blackest night show, weren't they?
0: No, it was going to be a green lantern based on guy Gardner and another lantern who I'm, I'm Oh, really uh, a, a difficult time, uh, pulling into my hat right now since the merger and everything else, they're reworking the entire show and they are going to center it around Jon Stewart, which is originally what they wanted to do anyways, but the studio put the kibosh on it and they put it on Guy Gardner and Another Lantern instead. Now they're junking all of that. Like, they had all the scripts written for the first season. They were right... Like, all the, the previs... Like, all that was done... Oh, Alan Scott. Thanks, Keith. Yeah. Alan Scott and Guy Gardner. And now they're junking all of that and they're going to go with Jon Stewart. So... Fingers crossed it's going to be good, but now we're going to have to wait longer for it because now they literally have to start from scratch.
1: Now, are we... Please tell me this is not going to be a CW, Jon Stewart?
0: Well, John Diggle, no. This is HBO Max, so... Okay, so this is going to be a completely not different thing. The CW Universe, no. different.
1: Right. Thing. And this is a live-action show we're talking about.
0: Live-action, yeah. The original plan for this was supposed to be the most expensive DC show to date when it was I originally mean, going to be with Alan Scott and... And, uh, and Guy Gardner. So if they keep up with it, I'm sure they won't, but justice for officials, because you guys and your justice. This whole hashtag justice thing, by the way, is your fault, sir. I want to make sure that we are clear on that. Look, you're just like, yeah, yeah, I did what I did. I said what I said. I regret nothing.
1: Justice for Biff. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, uh, I'm going to uh, make uh, a hashtag uh, justice uh, for Biff t-shirt, bud, uh, and it'll be coming uh, your way. Awful. Yes,
0: yes. Never wearing it
1: you yes, want to wrap yes.
0: this thing up here, sir? And... Yeah, I
1: mean, we've gotten away from Star Wars at this point, yeah. so we might as well wrap this up. Um, you know, uh, uh, final thoughts for me Andor has been meh. Um, you know, it's one of those things where the show follows, follows a character that I don't like, that I don't give a shit about, and we just don't get enough of the good characters. Um, that's the way I feel about it. Uh, it's too slow. The story's not moving along there's character development but like what character development right like i don't know it to me the show they could have done much better if they had just based it, like you said around mon mothma or luthan Luthan. yeah
0: the two of them together
1: you know absolutely yeah
0: he's out there being the face of it on the on the it's it's yeah it's 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 her on the streets and him in the sheets right it's Mm -hmm. like yeah, he's working the political angle on Coruscant he's out there rounding up rebel little rebel cells and trying to get them to work together fucking perfect and the ISB is just trying to chase them both and connect them that's your show yeah what are you doing with all the rest of this nonsense that nobody gives a crap about justice for beers next weekend well you cancelled so you uh, we're gonna drink beers and send you pictures apparently so that's <laughs> that's, on, that's on you sir that's on you which reminds me yeah uh, we still have to come up and see you sir Out and Curtis there about, you, sure you sure do
1: you sure do Um, dude, you got to check out Tales of the Jedi. Um, the Dooku episodes are particularly good. Um, I especially loved, there's two episodes where you see Dooku before the turn, like him as a Jedi, and you really get a better understanding of, he saw the Jedi Order falling. His turn wasn't about joining the Sith. His turn was about dis- distancing himself from oh, okay. the Jedi Order. Jedi. Okay. Right? So right. his fall wasn't intentional in the sense that he wasn't a bad guy. To him, the Jedi were the bad guys. The Jedi so, like, were right? like Ahsoka, so, right? Very similar Jedi, arc. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got gotcha. Very okay. similar arc, yes. Gotcha. So. Okay. I, I liked that they did that check it out listen yeah I will try it, it'll be I like two try. hours of you, your life I will try it yeah check it out it's it's neat um even though that it uses the the animation style from the clone Wars the graphics have gone so through the roof I mean when the first episode shows up I was like wow okay like like they've re- they're really pushing the animation okay. really really pushing the animation I will check it out for you. michael says you're stuck with me I guess I yeah, guess he's still going yeah.
0: Yes, he's still coming.
1: Canceled or not, he's still coming. Uh, all
0: right. I will see you, you canceled him
1: or he canceled you? I after, yeah, he, I He told him <laughs> to cancel
0: his ticket, but apparently he did not. So he's we're stuck with him. That's fine. Well, I'll get so drunk. I won't have to worry about it. It'll be fine.
1: Oh, there you go. Hey, uh, actually, just before we go quickly, how was your Halloween weekend?
0: Busy, 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 but but very good. Very good. Good, uh, good turnouts at both events. So it went very well. I batman did it up at both events. Uh, got to hang out with some really cool people at both events. So, yep, yep. A shout out to uh, Pizza Hut and uh, Crime Stoppers for the one event. Uh, that was mm-hmm. uh, we we had a great time. Keith uh, Keith L was there, um, and uh, Brittany, who's uh, Toxic Fox, was also there. And then on Sunday, uh, shout out to London Comic Con and uh, the crew at Budweiser Gardens. We had the big candy crawl there.
1: Oh, yes, uh, yes, yes.
0: The- Steve, uh, Steve Jones, a friend of the podcast, Groot was actually at both events as well. Uh, Eric, uh, also Laura's Worthy, there, friend of the podcast, also came out for the Sunday yeah. event. Uh, big shout out to James uh, Deadpool, uh, London Deadpool was out there too, and he was helping to organize it all. So, yeah, man, it was uh, both events were great. So, had a great Very time. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, I was exhausted come Monday, but yeah, it's all part of that. So, for the love of the game. So, how did the Predators uh, and for Halloween go?
1: So it was fun. Um, yep. I mean, we did our typical, you know, getting dressed and, and harassing the Curtis people, you know. You do. Uh, walking down the street and making people honk and pull yeah, over, yeah, yeah. screeching tires to come and take pictures. Hell yeah. And, you know, it was a good time. Um, we had our, our annual stop in at the Deadly Grounds Cafe. Sweet. Um, guys, if you don't know the Deadly Grounds, go check them out. You can buy their coffee online, Deadly Grounds coffees. They're all flavored <laughs> coffees. They're all very good. Um and then we also spent some time at the uh, Critical Hit. Um, it's a Critical Hit Gaming Lounge and Cafe, I think is the official name. Listen, guys, this is a gaming lounge local again here. Um, if you're a D&D player, if you just like playing board games, or if you just want some good food and some good beer, um, it's a fantastic place. Um, so we showed up there, they had a DD tournament going on. Uh, so we took a bunch of pictures, uh, we ate lunch there, which was for like, I, I, listen, I had no idea what I was into and this food was amazing. Um, so go check it out. If you're in the area, you can also buy their coffee because they also roast their own coffee, but their coffee is more traditional coffees. They're not flavored coffees. Uh, so their coffee brand is called Greenwood cafe and roasters. Um, so, if you check him out online, greenwoodcaferoaster.com. Nice. They are a very medieval themed cafe. Every coffee is medieval themed, where all the Deadly Grounds coffees are horror themed. You know, very similar type of, of setup, except these guys are really into the gaming world. Um, so, it was a great time. Listen, we had a good time. We met a bunch of people. Uh, we ate some good food. We had some great beer. Because uh, they also have a friggin' brewery right down in the basement of this place. So Ooh, yeah, so that was that was our weekend. So that was a good time. Oh, yeah. uh, but we're done. This yes. guy's back on his mannequin. Whoa, where yeah. is he? This guy's yeah, back on guy his mannequin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the people online or on. on the, whoa, <laughs> sorry guys. And the phone just went flying. <laughs> <laughs> there we go sorry guys here he there, is hey there we go there he uh he is uh done for the year yeah um uh, I mean, pretty much done too so yeah we're uh we're beat we're sore we're the suits are I mean they need a lot of repairs um I feel you I need a break I need a yeah. break. big time I need a break that's right
0: we're already so, starting about, talking about planning for next year guys so well that's low. the thing yeah right open yeah
1: yeah, we, uh, we, we're, we're starting to show. try to plan for the cons for next year, um, which also means we're still trying to plan our cosplays for next year. Yes, yeah, so we have um, to have a meeting about that, for sure. We do, we do. So, yeah. So, I think that's going to be it for today. Uh, yep. Guys, I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about next week, but I do know that we've got Living the Dream. Uh, Living the Dream Cosplay, joining us next week. If you guys don't know Living the Dream Cosplay, go check her out on Instagram. Um, she will be here. Uh, we will be talking about some cosplay. I do want to talk about House of the Dragon. Yes. Because we really haven't had a chance to talk yeah. about House of the Dragon since it Agreed. ended. Agreed. Um, so I I, I hope... That Live in the Dream has uh, been up to date on House of the Dragon. Maybe I should actually send her a message and, and confirm that she's up to date, but I do want to talk about it a little bit. Yep. Fair enough. I think that's it. I think that's it too. All right. Well, I hey guys. It, yeah. Thanks for watching. Really appreciate all of you guys cons- constantly tuning in. You guys have no idea how much we appreciate it. I know there's not a lot of people left. We know when we start rambling at the end of the show, people start logging off, but still... Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, hey, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, Geeks & Co. Actually, you can now go to youtube.com slash geeksandco. It'll take you to our channel. So we've actually registered the name now with YouTube. So it is official now. So go check us out on YouTube. Give us a like. Give us a follow. But that'll be it for this week, everybody. Make sure you stay geeky. We'll see you next time. Love you guys. See you next Thursday.
0: Bye.